Welcome to the Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insight, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. Welcome to a new episode of the Creative Brew, giving you insights on your creative journey. This episode is brought to you by a couple of our sponsors, Panels, Comic Book, and Coffee Bar here in Oceanside, California, right off of Mission Avenue, uh, right near the beach. Uh, so it's one of my, my favorite little coffee coffee joints, and I'm usually doing the podcast there. Um, right now, definitely doing some remote um, podcasting, but that's my, my second headquarters there. So uh, if you mention the Creative Brew, you can get 10% off your next book or coffee purchase. And like I said, they've got some of the hottest comic books and graphic novels out right now. You can visit them at Panels Coffee or you can go to panelscoffee.com. Another sponsor of ours is AstroPad. And if you're a digital creator like me, uh, if you use your iPad Pro, uh, AstroPad is a, a great uh, digital asset for your uh, workflow. It actually turns your iPad Pro into another professional graphics tablet. So I can use uh, some of my favorite programs like Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign. Um, all the programs that I use to uh, design a lot of my client work, I can work right from my iPad Pro and um, in real time. And definitely um, it, it gives me a lot of, lot of flexibility, especially if I'm on the go, if I'm working from coffee shops. Um, like I said, I can pretty much create a remote digital workstation with AstroPad. So you can visit astropad.com. Uh, also, if you're an educator or a student and you're interested in, in possibly trying this out, if you have a graphics tablet, um, they, they got discounts right now for educators and uh, students right now. If you go to astropad.com and uh, you can check it out from there. You can also visit them on social media at astropadco. Um, and uh, that's it, check them out. So um, also too, uh, one more partner of mine is Cobopod and it's actually a uh, boutique video and audio uh, podcasting studio that's in Oceanside as well and uh, been starting to do a lot more episodes over there uh, so it's, it's all-in-one uh, inclusive um, content creation studio so you can build the next podcast you can do uh, they got a 4k video plus they have a photographer their own staff to where they can uh, shoot um, um, uh, images for you for uh, for social media for any kind of marketing uh, so I've, I've definitely been experimenting with that. So they've been a great partner of mine. Uh, if you want to book your next session, if you're in the area, if you're in the Oceanside area and you're thinking about um, figuring out ways to sort of build your brand, um, start a podcast. Uh, if you're, you don't know how to start a podcast, I'm right now I'm doing workshops on how to start your podcast. So and that could be for anyone. Um, uh, like I said, if you're in the athletics uh, realm, if you're a, a small business, uh, if you're a, a influencer, any, any anybody, uh, if you're looking to uh, really push your brand out there and, and reach um, uh, to uh, reach your brand to potentially uh, thousands, maybe millions, um, if you get big, but um, start. Let's start your next podcast. Uh, if you're in the area, you can book a session today. Uh, or if you're interested in figuring out how to even start a podcast, uh, I am offering uh, workshops for that. So, um, in this episode. Uh, we have a great, great buddy of mine, and it's something I've been wanting to do. I've been wanting to reach out to more coaches now and starting to do so, uh, but uh, I, I definitely wanted to uh, have a chance to uh, sort of highlight uh, various coaches, various leaders um, that, I, that I feel may need a little uh, attention, uh, I, I believe, but um, especially with my, you know, my, my wrestlers, my coaches, uh, my UTC alum, uh, I got to give some shout outs to, to all of them. 
And uh, so, yeah, without further ado, Coach Knox is the um, head coach at uh, Cleveland High School. And uh, like I said, they're uh, defending state champs and, and looking to, uh, you know, try to replicate that, that success for, uh, for the upcoming year. But uh, I'll, I'll give him, uh, you know, I'll let him tell his story, a uh, short intro about him and his, his journey into uh, where he is now. Thanks, Cortell. Uh, yeah, hey, I'm going to have to check out that Astro Pad stuff. You know, I, I like to – I'm not as good as you, but I like to mess around with that Photoshop stuff a little bit, you know, try to – Try to do some cool stuff for the kids, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, just a little bit about myself. Uh, you know, young kid from South Georgia, got involved in wrestling, uh, traveled all. You know, had great parents. My parents were amazing. You know, they they took me all over the country. My grandfather drove me all over the country to get competition because uh, where I came from, it they're, they're just wasn't there wasn't a Cleveland Cleveland High School wrestling program uh, down in South Georgia uh, you know it, it, Georgia really barely even had wrestling uh, now it's become you know one of the top you know states in the country uh, but so I started there uh, had a bunch of really amazing coaches that kind of uh, poured into to my passion of wrestling I fell in love with it right away uh, knew from day one that I was going to go to college and wrestle dreams and aspirations of going to the Olympics, uh, didn't make it there, but, uh, got, 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 got close, close enough that, you know, I had everything that I wanted. So, uh, you know, poured myself into it and, uh, won a couple of state titles down in Georgia and then, uh, got recruited to come up to, uh, UTC, uh, you know, and I wrestled there for five years, uh, under, I think it was four different wrestling coaches. You know, there was a, there was a lot of kind of turnover there. Uh, but I, I got to experience a lot of different coaching styles, uh, which, you know, really worked out well for me. You know, coming into to coaching career, I got to see how a lot of different people did it. So it, uh, I, it gave me a lot of experience in that. Uh, I had a great career at UTC, go Mox, uh, you know, uh, wrestled there for five years and then graduated and got into – Got into coaching, decided I wanted to give back, and uh, uh, I started coaching in 2011. Uh, I've been coaching for, uh, I guess that's nine years now. Uh, nine years. Uh, won a couple of state titles at uh, Chattanooga Central before I came to Cleveland. Uh, since I've been at Cleveland, let's see, we've won five state, uh, ten state championships, five years. Uh, we won uh, state championships in both duels and individuals. So I've uh, been a part of 10 championship teams, which is uh, an amazing, amazing, you know, feat to, uh, to do. You know, we're, uh, we're always trying to kind of push the, the envelope here uh, and try to, you know, really go above and beyond. And uh, we've had three uh, – back-to-back-to-back state championships, looking to go for our fourth one this year, uh, God willing. Uh, and, you know, we're that's pretty much where we're at right now. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so with even, like I said, and I know this is something that I've, I've talked to with, with others, uh, specifically with, with even with the sport of wrestling, how is that um, the certain aspects of wrestling, how, how is that, um, what do you feel – wrestling sort of uh, given you as far as a, um, 
you know, just a platform or, or even just a, a, a foundation as far as how you need to be as a uh, teacher, as a human being, uh, as, a, as a leader? Yeah, absolutely. This question comes up a lot in, uh, in education. You know, how did you get in education? How did you get in coaching? What, what, what's your biggest, you know, takeaway from the sport? And, uh, and I, my answer is always pretty much the same. Uh, you know, I, the biggest thing that I took away from wrestling is uh, the adversity. Uh, you know, wrestling is a one-on-one -on -one sport. You're, it's you versus somebody else. And they're trying, basically trying to stop you from doing it. it trying to win and you're trying to win so it's it, it's you know diversity at, at uh at a maximum uh you know there's no sport that really replicates it you know a lot of other sports you can kind of you know you don't have to really face the adversity like if you lose in wrestling there's nobody else to blame uh but yourself uh you know basketball there's four other guys out there on the court you know uh so it's it you can kind of sometimes not not feel as you know responsible as you as you do in wrestling uh so there's a lot of adversity and having to overcome that is the biggest takeaway that i have from the sport uh it, it's you know through this whole kind of pandemic thing is you know talking with uh some coaches and some educators and uh you know worried about what what what's going to happen and i i to me, I look at it as an opportunity. You know, this is an opportunity to show my kids and that, you know, you're going to be faced with adversity in life and you can either, you know, take the easy road out or you can find a way to get, get done what you need to get done and what you know you need to get done yeah. in a way that is acceptable. So uh, there, there are no excuses. You know, there's, there's no reason to, to you know, not not go get your go get your reps or go get your exercise or you know or do your schoolwork you know and there's there's no there's no excuses uh and that's that's my biggest takeaway from wrestling is it just gives you the mindset of doesn't matter what the challenge is you can beat it yeah. so yeah I, I think you just proved a uh, a good point as far as uh just as far as just being a uh, a model for the uh, for the kids and for the for the people that you that you guide, uh, I, I know just being a, a, a even a, just a part time coach, and I, I train you know some some you know MMA fighters and stuff out here. Um, I, the the biggest discrepancy that I've I've seen is their uh, their lack of uh, mental fortitude in certain situations. Uh, and I only have them for an hour, and then we'll go through certain workouts. And it's one of those where um, you, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm not gonna knock you know teachers or coaches or, or who they had in the past, but a lot of times I can I can tell real quick um, when certain kids are being guided, and they come you know say they graduate high school, they graduate college, uh, you can usually see the footprint uh, of some of a of someone that led them or someone that coached them. You can usually see their 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 footprints all over that specific kid. So if they come out and they're used to um, uh, being responsible, you know, even in the face of adversity, or they're 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 figuring out ways to be uh, more creative, or, or um, you know, uh, or just having that perseverance and uh, perseverance and then grit. Usually, you can see you can backtrack and see uh, the people that led that person uh, to where they are now. Uh, vice versa uh, against um, you know someone that 
may or may not had you know good leadership or or maybe teachers that sort of you know broke down a, a student um, mentally and they they get out of high school and you know and they're you know say well a lot of them they end up coming out of high school and then they come to me and a lot of them you know don't know how to deal with um, you know with adversity or they don't know how to deal with with someone criticizing them or giving feedback they don't know how to respond to that so I think um, I think you just proved a great point as, you know, a, a lot of kids, um, you know, they see and they model what they, you know, what they see. You know, we can sit there and tell them all the time to do something, but until they see it within us and we model that, uh, that character and model the, the traits that we would want to see in the kids, it's not going to, like I said, it's, it's not going to work. So they, they have to be able to see people like you doing the things day in and day out. Um, and uh, being responsive to adversity or, you know, being that leader. Um, I think once they see that, they know, okay, this is, this is how we need to live our lives. This is how we need to show up day in and day out. But if we, you know, say certain things, we can tell them, be like, hey, look, this is, what, this is how you need to be. This is how you need to be. And if we're not doing it ourselves, they're not gonna, they'll, they're not gonna do anything. I mean, they're gonna sit there and be like, okay, well, we don't see you doing that. Them, uh, yeah, that, that, that's a great point. I was actually kind of thinking about that today. And, uh, you know, we, I, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting older. <laughs> I don't I can't wrestle as much as I used to, but I, 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 you know, uh, I, I, I have to get out there. I have to get out there and show that, you know, I have to get out there and show them that, you know, I'm willing to do the things that I'm asking them to do. When, and it's not it's not that big of a deal uh you know uh you know once they they see that mindset and how it's developed that it, it becomes second nature to them uh you know it was i kind of we, we took a guy we took some guys to a, a boxing gym over christmas break this year and uh, you know the guys that were kind of showing us around the kids were kind of making making fun of me come on coach you got to get in there and uh and I, so I started strapping the stuff up, and, and, and the guy comes over. He, he says, "Whoa, whoa, you don't, you don't, you don't really have to. You don't, you don't have to get in here, Joe." I said, "I'm not gonna ask them to do something I wouldn't do. You know, I can go in there and get punched in the face. It's fine. It's not, it's not that big a deal, you know, uh, to me." So uh, I, I think that's a huge part of coaching. Uh, just you got to be able to have your kids see you do it, because. There, there's something about being told to do something and seeing it done. Yeah. There, 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 there's just something, a level of respect between an athlete and a coach when an athlete sees a coach, you know, get out there and blast double somebody with their face right in their chest like that. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, all right, well, it didn't, it didn't kill him. So, you know, maybe, I, maybe I need, maybe I need to be a little bit tougher. Maybe I just need to, plant my face right there in the center of their solar plex like you know like uh so there's something something to be said about leading by example uh especially in coaching so i you know if we got coaches watching here today you know get out there don't even if you're football don't be scared to put out put the pads on every now and then get out there and lay a kid out <laughs> I mean, yeah i mean I think that's a great point because it's one of the i mean I, for me personally i i train all the time so i you know i train with a lot of those lot of the fighters and you know a lot of times i don't you know i'll, I'll they really hadn't been used to 
college level, high level wrestling. So a lot of times, you know, if I speed it up, I'll break it. But, uh, yeah. but it's one of those where I want to show them, okay, like, and I tell them, like, like this, is, this is the pace that we need to work at, you know, and just getting accustomed and used to it. But if, if I'm not going out there and just, you know, rolling around with them, doing some jiu-jitsu, doing some wrestling, then they're not going to really believe the things, the concepts that I'm trying to work on that I want to teach them. They're not going to believe it for themselves until I go out there and be like, okay, look, this is, this is the reason why I said to do this. Okay, now let's, let's fine-tune some things. Um, yeah. so it's, it's, like I said, it's, and you've got a lot of coaches that's, they're real, they're great. I mean, I no knock on coaches. I mean, everybody's got their own specific, uh, specific, um, way on how they coach. Um, no knock on it. Cause it's hard. It is, you, you get under, you're underpaid. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's just one of those where I think kids now, they have to, um, they have to see it. Um, they have to see you modeling that or modeling the, the, the thing that you, you would want them to become, uh, they want to see that reflected in, in a lot of their leaders, a lot of their coaches too. Um, so yeah, I mean, I said, it's great. Yeah. Great point. Um, yeah. It, it goes back to like, you know, a lot of people say you got, you wrestlers are like, you know, like a fraternity. You, know, you, you meet a wrestler you've never, never met before. It's like automatically your brother, like it's a brotherhood of when you go through and you, you've done it, you know, and the kids see you, you that you, you've done it. They, it becomes like, you know, you build a relationship with the kids because they, they can connect with you. They see that you, you know, you know what you're talking about, what you're doing. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm, I mean, I know. Anytime, even when I come in, if I come into town, I, I come in, I work out with the kids. I mean, I see them like they're like those are my kids. You know, they're they're part of Cleveland. Um, that's part of a whole you know line of tradition um I, yeah, I get excited when you come because that means i don't have to get ashton jump, jumping on me <laughs> i'll let you go ashton. you're a little too big for me <laughs> so i'm happy when you show up basically sprawling on me so <laughs> it's good to have you in yeah but um so what was uh, so like i said you're right now the uh like i said you got a got a a, a great team uh, got a great staff around you, great base with the, with the kids club, with the middle school. Um, when you first came in, what was the, like, what was the feelings of, of sort of getting a program like this? Woo. Uh, there was a lot of pressure, you know, to be honest with you. I just, uh, it's my first head coaching position, you know, obviously I'd, I'd been around wrestling and uh, around successful programs and, you know, kind of helped build some, successful programs at Chattanooga Central and that's kind of how I got recruited to come to, to Cleveland but you know there's you know it's it's hard not to feel the pressure when you walk in the building and see a wall full of names you know and and, and, and state championship after state championship and trophies after trophies uh, to, to step in as a head coach and not feel some pressure of like and I'm here to win you know uh, they bring you in here to win but you can't get wrapped up in that. Uh, you know, obviously we're all here to win, but we're here to, you know, create quality men and, uh, and, 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 and build those relationships. But, uh, yeah, it, it was, it was pretty stressful that first year. <laughs> yeah. I can't even, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't even imagine. I, I can't even imagine. Um, so, um, right now, I mean, what, what things, uh, like I said, what, what things for you, what's, what's inspiring you right now? What's something that's sort of pushing you to sort of get up? Um, cause sometimes, I mean, success, I mean, once you get that taste of it, 
it's sometimes it can be hard to sort of replicate that. Now that that hunger and drive, I mean, you, you win that first one, you know, you put your heart and soul in the, in the get that you win that second one and third one is like, okay, you know, that is that feeling still, you know, that feeling still there, you know, even now going for a fourth one, um, you know, what things sort of get up you know, that that's what drives you when you, when you get up and you, you see your lineup, you see your team, you see all the potential, um, what things are, are pushing right now? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, like you said earlier, I got a great staff, so I, I'm surrounded by guys that are very passionate about what we do. So, and I'm very passionate about it. So it, it, I get a lot of inspiration from them. You know, it, it coaching is not the easiest job in the world. Sometimes you, you're stressed out and you're, you're, uh, you know, pulled at every end. So you, it, you can get a little tired every now and then, but to, to, we almost feed off each other. It's like, you know, Hey, Josh Boston's got those little kids running all over the country. And he's like, hey, man, you want to go to a wrestling tournament this weekend? And I'm like, let's go, man. <laughs> like, you mean I don't have to book the hotel? I don't have to worry about, you know, how we're getting there or, you know, who, how we're feeding them or I don't have to worry about, you know, uh, making sure all the kids are on weight. I just get to go coach wrestling. <laughs> Count me in, you know. <laughs> so it's uh, – I'm, I'm very fortunate to be surrounded by a lot of people that love wrestling and, and love helping out kids. So that's, that's where I'm getting my inspiration right now. Uh, you know, like you said, we're, we're chasing a four state title. And, you know, I think anytime that you have some success that you've got to, you got to almost look and say, okay. And I, I've been doing this since I started wrestling is you got to reassess your goals. You know, you got to go back to the drawing board. Okay. Yeah. I, I achieved my goal or whatever. And so does that mean I just stop that I'm done? It's like, no, that just means I think you have to kind of reset your goals and uh, kind of look to the future and always trying to improve on what you have done. And I think that, you know, goes back to the sport of wrestling. You know, you, you start by getting your butt kicked the first day of practice. The next day you, you're trying to like go get a takedown. And then the next day you're like, okay, maybe I can get two takedowns today. Okay, oh, I got two takedowns today, and then, you know, maybe I can get three today. Oh, well, I didn't get three. I only got one because maybe I went with somebody a little bit tougher. Maybe, you know, and so you kind of have to just go back to the drawing board every year, and I don't think – I think if you're not constantly reassessing your goals and, and where you're going and what you're doing, it can get kind of boring. You know, somebody asked me this year, he said, uh, you're going, you're, you keep winning state titles, you're going to get bored here pretty soon. And I said, no, nah, I don't think so. I think we're just going to have to – you know, reassess our goals and start aiming, aiming higher. You know, uh, we've, we've, uh, broke the top 50 rankings a couple of times. So I think that's something that if we can, are continuously successful, that may become one of our goals one day. You know, uh, when I first got into coaching, I, I had some, some aspirations to be, uh, to have a, 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 a nationally ranked program. I think those were kind of, uh, lofty goals when I started wrestling when I started coaching I maybe didn't realize how much time effort and work went into it but you know now that I'm, I'm where I'm at uh, we've got an amazing program we've got great kids that are bought in all the way from the top to the bottom uh, and they love like trying to one-up each other you know <laughs> every every year we got some you know freshmen coming here talking about winning 
four state titles and uh and, and you know oh, oh you you double all american out at fargo well I, i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna do it too you know or uh you know oh you got eighth place at the beast of the east i'm gonna i'm gonna win it you know and i think they and it's it's really kind of cool because when we start to see that success the guys that came before them like yourself really like wanting that success for that for the younger guys uh and kind of really giving back to the program and it's it's a really cool thing yeah yeah like i said I'm, I'm out here on the west coast and i still look up results on on cleveland i'm like okay how they how, how, how they compete you know against such and such and i'm always you know i heck i i would i like one day i, I would hope uh Cleveland comes out here and then uh, goes against a couple of the Pal like Poway, a couple of the California teams. Uh, yeah, day. hey man, we've been talking. Uh, we've been talking about you know coming out to the Doc B tournament. That's a big yeah. time. Tournament. Like I would love to do that one year. Uh, you know we got a group. We got we got a really good group coming up. And, uh, you never know. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> Had to call Alan get us fly us fly us out there. <laughs> Yeah, he, yeah, he'd be calling me. If that happened, he would be calling me. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you, I think you just proved a, a, a good point as far as uh, you know, even the way the the kids uh, act. You know, they, you know, one of them like, hey, I want to come in as you know a, a four-time state champ, or someone like, I, I want to be a, a you know a double all American. I want to be a cadet national champ. I want to be a junior national champ. Um, I mean, the the the, the culture of a of any team of any organization. Um, depending on how um, the older kids um, led and then bringing that energy down to, you know, the, to the new kids. I mean, that could be real contagious. You know, people are expecting, you know, now a lot of these kids, especially at Cleveland, I mean, they're expecting to come in and, and produce. Um, and it is just one of those where I think that's just been a, a culmination of, of just, uh, of, People, great leaders, great coaches, uh, a good culture, and and being able to uh, raise the expectations on what people uh, are expected of, and I always sort of see that. I, there's a lot of things that I, even with this podcast, I try to relate a lot of things to uh, to sports, to to wrestling, and 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 you know, to get to it specific. But it's it's just one of those where uh, even if you know you're you know an entrepreneur, you're running your business or running an organization. You know, you got to have uh, you know clear expectations on what the culture is uh, for you know or how you want to run that that specific uh, you know business or, or organization. If you you know if you bring in people that you know they're looking to you know this is base level, this is what they you know this is how they operate, and you got someone else that that um, you know. Um, you know, maybe I'll give a better example. Perhaps someone's got a high level, high expectation, and you know, it's going to take time for you know, it, it could be you know, people coming in. I mean, I think once they get people get a taste of that success, they get a taste of that culture or that energy. I think a lot of things start to um, fall into motion. Um, you know, even yeah, it almost feeds off of itself a little yeah, bit. You yeah. know, we were it's funny we were talking about that at lunch. You know, we've got we're obviously always looking at our lineup and you know who's going to go what way and who's going to go where and you know what 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 are we going to have to do to get this guy ready and uh one of my coaches uh or one of the coaches said uh at lunch said 
he'll he'll figure out a way to win because he don't want to be the only one on the bench losing. Because <laughs> uh, we're gonna have a pretty good team coming back. <laughs> He'll fact he'll figure out a way to win. You know, we we just got to coach him up because he 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 really don't want to be the only one. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. It, it it but that culture it does it drives it drives everything. And uh, you know, we we said I've got some great 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 coaches that have built that into these young men uh, before they even get to me. You know, Josh Boskin knows these kids in in and out and uh he he does a great job and eric mountain down at the middle school helps out with just building that culture of you know it's not enough go get some more you know so uh it, it, it's it's fun place to be at yeah you get a yeah you get a kid with with a uh, a high level a uh, high work ethic and with a little bit of confidence that is a dangerous <laughs> a dangerous yeah. person to deal with you can yeah. you can teach the technique, but if they got a high level work ethic and they got the confidence to match it. That you're in trouble. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, so what what you know? I, I'll go into uh, the creative tips. You know, and this is something I I, I ask all of my uh, guests. What is uh, one or two creative tips that you could provide our audience? Uh, I think you know this was one of those questions you kind of sent me before not. I, I kind of struggled with it a little bit and uh, I had to really like uh, dig deep down inside to, to find an answer of if I and tried to really go back to when I first became the head coach here and uh, and what really has brought me success and the biggest thing that has brought me kind of success and in, in coaching is is I think being listening and being open-minded uh, there's so many people that have done this before me. Like, I, I don't want to sit here and act like I'm creating something brand new. You know, uh, obviously, you know, we, we do things a little bit different than, than some people, but uh, there's there's so much to be learned from people that have done it before, uh, if you listen. And you kind of got to take it and put your own little spin on it sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but to just hear, to build off experience and, and, and not just, you know, think because you're out trying to create something new that you can't take something from something that's already been done you know uh obviously you know when steve jobs went out and created the iphone he didn't he didn't start by building a phone you know what i mean he like he 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 went and said okay oh you know you know motorola's got these phones that do this and they you know he had to had to had to start somewhere and get something from somebody uh so that's my biggest thing is like yeah, you can always learn something from somebody. So listen and pay attention to, to people that have experience. Uh, you know, Eric Phillips has uh, helped me out tremendously. Like he has so much experience. And when I first took this job, like it, it was, he, he helped me out a bunch. And it was, you know, shut up and listen, really, you know. Uh, so that, 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 that would be my biggest creative tip is just kind of you know have an open mind and 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 try to build on what somebody else has already done a little bit yeah yeah that uh yeah you just like i said i, I think you just you just gave out a, a great tip and actually brought something back that I, I remember reading from a book uh it was actually a uh, cradle book but they talked about the the concept of the uh master builder and you know it, it really just 
went back to uh, a lot of the uh, large cathedrals back in, uh, you know, back in uh, Europe, uh, some of the grand cathedrals. And the, the one that created the blueprint wasn't the one that finished it. Um, so it's one of those where someone's got the blueprint, someone created the blueprint of what they wanted, you know, Cleveland wrestling to be. Their attention, their, you know, they may or may not, a lot of, a lot of them don't expect to be there at the end. They want to be able to build the, the foundation to bring someone else, another master builder in. They look at the plan. Now let's, let's add a little, little, uh, a couple little things that, that, that specific builder is doing. They're there for that specific time. Another master builder comes in. They look at what the foundation was. They look at what the, the, the other master builder did. Let's build off that. And then let's add something else uh, until, you, until you come up with these you know, elaborate grand cathedrals um, as something that lasts for, for, you know, for centuries. But, uh, but what programs, you, know, you always have those master builders. You got the one that created the blueprint. Uh, they might not necessarily be there till the end. But what they want to do is create that foundation and like like you and, and other coaches is pretty much built there put their little spin on what cleveland wrestling is and built off that foundation um so absolutely yeah so uh, i don't know what book you got that off of but yeah send, send that to me yeah, yeah. I'll, find, I'll, I'll find the book because i had I actually got it in my i mean in my book stand i'll uh, i'll find the book and because that was something that I read that book and that was the main thing that I, I had, I read it twice and I'm like, well, I was like my, like for anyone that's trying to create something, you got the blueprint for it. You may not be there till the end for it. Your job is to create that blueprint. That might be your job. And then for others to sort of expound on the foundation that you've already built and then grow it from there. Um, so yeah, it's i uh, I'll, I'll definitely send you the, uh, uh, send you send you the uh, the book where I got it from. Um, so um, we'll go down to the next question. Uh, the ideal creative life, and it's something I, I ask everyone. You know, if perfect day, money's out of, money's out the way, money's not even an issue. What would be your your ideal creative life? I don't know. I, this kind of a hard one for me because I, I've always even always thought you know if I won the lottery I wouldn't even know what to do you know like I don't I don't I don't even know what I would do uh I, I would probably you know put it all in a bank and live off the interest or something I don't know something <laughs> dumb like that but uh I'd be too responsible with it to go out and have any fun but I think uh I kind of thought about it today and I think you know I, I'd I get up, do my morning workout. <laughs> I'd probably go play a game of golf, an early game of golf. Uh, you know, as I'm getting older, I, I really tried to find some other way to compete <laughs> that that <laughs> have me like crawling off the couch, like oh, you know. <laughs> so I'd probably go, probably go play some golf. I'm, uh, it's it's uh, it's a good pastime for me. Uh, go get some lunch, and then I'd probably have to find something productive to do. And then I'd go to wrestling practice, uh, and then I'd, I like to cook a lot. So I, I think after that's what I'm gonna go home and do tonight. I'm gonna go home and meal prep a little bit, and uh, so that's probably would be day one. I know that might <laughs> might be very boring, and you know, it may not be everybody else's. I'll get made fun of later for that for sure. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, you're gonna get uh, to that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna they're gonna 
they're gonna make fun of me for sure but they're gonna make fun of me anyway so that's all right might as well give them some material to make it fun <laughs> um okay so we'll go down uh next question uh what book or podcast have you listened to uh recently that's helped um shift your thinking as a coach or as a leader <clears throat> uh the last book i read was uh chop wood carry water i don't know if you're familiar with it but it's a it's a book and the whole book's about you know uh, a process developing a process and trusting a process and and not getting too uh too focused on the outcome uh and trying to make the outcome happen uh and and uh not getting too focused on that and really just focusing on it's the best you know i hear a lot of coaches talk about like uh, you got to trust the process trust the process and i'm like what does that mean? You know, what does it, what, what does it really mean to, to, to trust the process? Uh, and you know, after, after I read that book, I was like, yeah, 100%, you got to trust the process. You know, there's a, there's an excerpt in there, uh, uh, where it talks about, uh, it, I, I think it's a, uh, it's a Japanese, like, uh, I don't know what you call it, but uh, it's a Japanese, like, fairy tale uh it's a or a moral story where the guy's like he, he builds houses uh he builds houses uh for a living and he's working for this company and he, and he builds the best best houses in the world and uh, uh he goes in and he says i think i'm done building i say hey man we need you to build one more house uh, and the guy says, uh, you know, I just, I, my, my heart's not really in it. I don't know if I'll do it. And they said, well, come on, you, you know, you've been with this company for, you know, 30 years. We need you to build this one last house. And the guy said, okay. He says, but after this, it's it. I'm done. I'm not building houses anymore. Uh, and uh, they say, okay, that, that'll be fine. So he starts building the house and, you know, his, his heart's not really in it. And he, he kind of, you know, has some, some people, other people do some things that maybe, you know, he would have done himself and, and really paid attention to the details and kind of cut some corners and didn't really build the house to the best that he, his, that normal standard, it was okay, but it just didn't meet up to his, what would have been his standard if he was actually doing it. And, and he, uh, gets done, finishes the house and, uh, goes in and says, okay, house is done. Uh, I'm out of here. I'm retired. I'm ready to go. And his boss says, uh, we got one more thing that we, we want to ask of you. And he says, I'm done. I'm not building any more houses. He said, well, we just want to, we want to give you this as a, as a thank you to, uh, your dedication to, uh, this company. And, uh, it, the guy says, okay, well, what is it? And, and the guy says, thank you so much for everything that you've done for us and this company. We'd like to give you the house you just built. Uh, so <laughs> it's kind of like <laughs> Jeff, you know, he's, and it, the guy's like, if I'd have known that I was building my own house, I would have only used the best material. I would have not cut any corners and I would have, I would have done everything to my expectation. It's like, you never know when you're building your own house. You know, every day you're building your own house. So, you know, trust the process, you know, do, do things right. Do, do every little thing right. You know, and that, that, that was the big takeaway I had from that book. So it was really, I really recommend it to anybody who's looking for something, a motivational book to read. It's a, 
chop wood, carry water. Wow. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, what are what are some some before we sign off? What are some some words of wisdom that you can give our audience? Maybe as someone that might be struggling. It might be a student that's struggling right now. It might be someone, a coach that you know they feel like they they've lost sight sight, um, or maybe they they're they're having a a hard time sort of uh, figuring out. Okay, what needs to be the, the, the vision or direction this year. What, what are some, some words of wisdom that you could give everyone that, that's watching right now? Uh, you know, I, I would just, I would say, you know, never stop learning. You know, never, never stop taking an, never turn down an opportunity to, to learn something. And I, I think I kind of touched on that a little bit earlier, you know, always listening. Uh, you know, there's so much information out there. There's so much good quality stuff you know you got but you got to be humble enough to to really say i don't know everything you know i yes me if, if anybody asks me like you know some of the coaches up at the school make fun of me all the time and they're like well how do you win championships well, i don't know you know you, you just i don't know i don't know you, you gotta be humble like you know it's like whatever you, you keep learning you know i don't know there's not any like blueprint to it it just you work hard, you know, <laughs> it's work hard, be humble and learn from other people that, uh, have done it. So awesome. that's the best advice I can come up with. Hey, I'd say that's, that's good. I mean, if someone acts on that advice, they've done more than most of the people on this planet. You gotta, you gotta act on it. I mean, that's, that's great advice. Um, so right now, how can, how can people uh, reach out to you? Uh, they want to connect with, with Cleveland wrestling. Uh, I, I know you've got a, a golf outing that's coming up. You can talk about that a yeah. little bit. Um, so, what, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've got all kinds of ways uh, that you can, you know, help out or reach out to. Uh, and I'll, uh, when you, I don't know if we're, when you post this, I'll, I'll put a little comment with some, you know, some links in it if you, if you want to uh, support, you know, Higher Calling Wrestling Program. Uh, we've got, you know, PayPal, Venmo, if you just want to send money or, uh, we've got other ways of doing it. Actually, one really cool way that, uh, everybody who's watching could do, and this is an amazing, I learned about it last year and I'm trying to get the word out, but, uh, you know, do you shop on Amazon at all? Yeah. Okay. So there's a, the Amazon, uh, has a, like a branch or, uh, it's not really a branch. I don't know what you call it, but they have like an alternate Amazon website. It's called Amazon smile. Uh, all, uh, anything purchased on, I mean, it's still Amazon. You can get anything that's on Amazon's website. You just go to a different website, Amazon smile. And what it is, is like, say you go in there and you buy your, you know, whatever you buy on Amazon, your groceries or whatever they take in the money that you spend on there. They make a 0.5% contribution to a charity that you select so it's a really cool thing that you know you can just go on when you're christmas shopping or whatever and uh whatever you buy it doesn't cost you any extra money it's just amazon's way of saying hey we want to you know give back and we want to give back to people you know our customers that have passions about something so if you're a cleveland alumni or cleveland wrestling fan and uh, go on to Amazon Smile and do your Christmas shopping this year on Amazon Smile or your re regular Amazon. And you could just uh, look up Higher Calling Wrestling. And that's a really cool way to give back. Uh, obviously, we've got our golf outing coming up September 12th. 
you know, this will be the first one that we that we've done for just wrestling. Uh, I'm pretty excited about it because I think it, it the way we're gonna do it is gonna really kind of get get people together. Like it's gonna be basically our launch for our for our season. It's a way for us to all get together and talk about you know what are the expectations of the program this year? Who's going what way? You know, where how, how many state titles you gonna win? You know, that kind of talk about that kind of stuff yeah. uh and just you know get back together uh get our alumni together have have a good time uh get excited about wrestling so that's uh that's a really good one uh and then you know obviously you can just uh, look up any any of our uh like ways to donate on like uh higher callings uh website so uh, all that stuff i think i I text Josh today and said we need to make sure everything's updated because we'll talk about this today. So uh, uh, you should be able to check that website out. But like I said, I'll I'll uh, post it all in the, the comments section for anybody that's interested and wants to help out. You know, it's a great it's a it's a great uh, organization. You know, higher calling like from I don't I don't know how every kid in Bradley County isn't at higher calling because. For forty dollars for a month and a half, uh, you know, two days, two days a week, you get to, you know, drop your kids off for an hour and a half. You can't pay a babysitter <laughs> that much, so you know, like it's 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 dirt cheap. You know, we provide a really good service. We, we you know, our our rooms open from, you know, three o'clock to about eight o'clock every night. You know, it's a good place to you know send kids safe environment with good role models uh that kind of stuff so but uh we do have to pay for some clorox wipes or stuff every now and then you know make sure we keep the place disinfected and that kind of stuff so just take care of it so there are some maintenance causes but uh yeah so i'll put a, a link in the in the comment section uh for anybody interested yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, and uh, all this information will be uh, once this uh, this episode releases uh, the, the the video and the audio. Uh, this will also uh, this this episode will also be on um, my radio partner Helium Radio. Uh, that's based out of uh, Florida, uh, so it'll be all over the East Coast. Um, so uh, yeah, this it'll be it'll release in a couple weeks. But uh, all the show notes, all the information will will, uh, will be in here. Uh, book recommendations, everything. So um, that'd be a, a great, great publicity uh, for for Cleveland. Uh, like I said, this is my my high school uh, alma mater. Uh, definitely wanted to give uh, some some shout outs to, uh, to to Cleveland High, Cleveland Wrestling right now. That could probably describe uh, you know what what that's meant to me and and uh, and still uh, keeping connections and and coming back and 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 helping. Uh, helping the program in, in whatever capacity, even from my capacity as a uh, graphic designer and, and someone running uh, a, a creative studio, um, you know, being able to come back and, and um, help promote uh, Cleveland High and Cleveland Wrestling has been uh, been, a, been an honor for me. So, um, but uh, yeah, other than that, this has been a, another great episode of the Creative Brew with me, with Coach Knox. Uh, please support support your wrestling team, support Cleveland Wrestling, all my alums um, that's ever been under Cleveland Wrestling, hey, go out, show your support. they got a golf out outing that's coming up. Uh, they've got all kinds of uh, uh, fundraising ventures. I'm an Amazon shopper. I shop, I, I shop gifts for my, for my, my little grandkids. So yeah, I'm going to use Amazon Smile 
and I'm going to uh, support support uh, Cleveland High and, and higher calling. So, um, yeah, like I said, always support uh, the people that's, that's helped build you up to uh, to where you are right now and that's helped guide you. And like I said, there's all kinds of uh, coaches, all kinds of wrestlers that's, that's came through um, this um, this program and, and future wrestlers and, and coaches that'll be coming through. So it's always good to sort of, um, you know, to support, support where you came from. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I wish you good luck to the season. And um, other than that, be creative, stay inspired. Thank you.